Earn, Spend, Live presents Eavesdropping. Real women, real talk. Hey guys, it's Malia and Elise. Hey. <laughs> she has the most angelic face right now. Um, and this week we're talking about a topic that we picked based on its particular relevance to our lives. Yeah, it's all about us. We're selfish. Womp womp. <laughs> yeah, this is really an excuse to like do research on a personal problem. Um... Oh, or yes. have our intern do research on a personal problem. Shout out to Anna. What are we discussing this week? Uh, we are discussing renting versus buying a home. Yeah, yeah. Pros and cons, things to consider. All things renting versus buying. Yes. I currently rent an apartment with my boyfriend, Malia. Scandalous. Right? Um, oh, I thought you were going to say how much you paid <laughs> rent. It sounded like I said my boyfriend, Malia. <laughs> Even more scandalous. <laughs> um, and she pays, like, I don't know, 1100 a month in rent? It's a, With utilities, yeah, it's around that. Um, and I rent a house with my boyfriend. We've discussed this before on various other episodes, but Elise lives in the capital, close-ish, across the river from the capital city of our state. And I live in a rinky-dink little college suburb. So It's not rinky-dink. It is. I rent a house, a three-bedroom, two-bathroom house with a garage for less than she pays in rent. Um, we pay nine fifty a month, and then our utilities run about one fifty. So I guess it comes out about even. But you also have involved. to commute. I'm like five seconds from work. Yeah. So, it's but I have two dogs, and they have a yard, and I have a garage, and two bathrooms, and three bedrooms, and but it's a house. You are about to buy a house. <sighs> Maybe. I'm just gonna, we've talked about this on a couple of other podcasts too, um, I'm looking at buying a very old house, it's in the family, um, but I'm going to sum up that experience by telling you that I have four estimates from foundation repair companies sitting in my inbox right now, um, and none of them are good. They're all like really nice used car territory. Mm. So... Old houses are their own special can of worms, and for the sake of this discussion, I'm going to pretend that no houses are old houses, and that the rest of you have good sense. But it's a very cute old house. That's all I've got. Um, but, from the outside. <laughs> yeah, from the outside. The inside's falling apart. Everything's fine. Um, but that's honestly what kind of started us really looking, because I had been team just go ahead and rent, because I was like, you know what happens when something breaks in my house? I text my landlord, then he deals with everything else. I just have to be there to, like, let a repair guy in. That's my, yeah. like, only responsibility. And lock the dogs up so they don't kill them. No, yeah, they won't kill them. They almost killed me. No. Yes. None of the repair guys are afraid of zero. Okay. They're also all double your size, though. Yeah. And usually dog people. I, I like, when I answer the door, I'm like, are you good with dogs? Or should I put them away? And they're almost always like, and they're like no, on I the ground, dogs. and they're like, no, it's fine. Yeah, they're like, I love dogs. This is great. Um, yeah. And so that had me firmly on the side of renting. So what changed your mind? My family was like, let's talk oh, about this. It was the family pressure. <sighs> it's always the family pressure. I didn't know that. No, I have the opposite. No, like I told my parents, my I was like, we're looking at buying a house. And they were like, uh, how about you get married first? And I was like, nah. I mean, my family's just given up on the whole get married first. Yeah. You guys heard the part where both of us like rent with our boyfriends. Um, our 
collective sets of parents and grandparents would really love it if we would like make it legal but we're not about that life. or just like shut up about it <laughs> talk about it all the time yeah just like don't don't ever mention yeah whatever so we have another podcast coming up on that at some point why we're not married and why we're actually geniuses for not being married yes very responsible of us um, but no, I mean, so I explained the whole weird way, like my grandpa moved and then my uncle was living in the house that I'm looking at and he moved into my grandpa's old house and then I'm looking at my uncle's house. It's technically my grandpa's house. My life is complicated in the way only a very close family can make it complicated. Um, so since I'm buying it from family, it's a good deal. It's like the perfect situation and my grandpa will help out. But then we started digging into the house a little bit (laughs) y'all she sent me pictures it's bad it's really rough um i hope your family doesn't listen to this podcast yeah me too because my aunt and uncle are hoarders and so (laughs) by digging in i mean first we had to get all their stuff out this is way more personal drama than any of you ever wanted to know um, but then once we got all their stuff out, we could see that the foundation of the house, it's a really old house, literally 102 years old. Um, the foundation was starting to have problems. We didn't know the extent of it. Um, so basically with old houses, the rule is everything is going to be twice as expensive as you think it is, and it's going to take twice as long. For me, that's holding up to be about three times as expensive and three times as long. Um, so I'm back firmly on team renting. Rent it, rent it, rent it. But over the oh, so course... you're back on team renting. I'm probably still buying this house, but I think it's stupid. <laughs> okay. Because, oh, so anyway, like, after digging into this mess of a house, basically what that has told me is that buying a house is just opening yourself up to a huge mess. Huge mess. Is it? Huge is mess. It only if you buy, like, an old house. Huge mess. Because you never know. Elisa's Snapchatting right now. Oh, wait. No, the sunglasses aren't going. There we go. <laughs> With a filter, apparently. It's a sunglasses filter. Um, I'm Snapchatting this. Go follow me. It's at Emily's Williams, I think. She thinks. If not, it's Melly's XO. Um, but anyway, I feel like I've gotten on a whole personal tangent. But the point yeah, is... Yeah, enough about you. <laughs> Let's talk about me. <laughs> Okay, so I've rented, so after, okay, let's just, so she's looking at buying a house just for shit thinking. Yes, I, Austin and I have rented an apartment for a little more than a year, and together, just, you've been together. living in apartments for longer. Well, like during college, but then I moved back home, yeah. and then, yeah, I got my own place, and then a month later, Austin was like, hey, I got a job near you, and so we moved in together. <laughs> he moved in with me. But anyway... So, yeah, he was the one who brought up a few months ago, and he was like, I'm just really, like, I feel like we're wasting money. I feel like we should, like, invest in a house and this and that. And I was like, meh. <laughs> I'm not there. I don't really want to be, like, here, like, five to ten years from now. I don't know where I'll be. I'm kind of like a just go with the flow kind of person. I don't plan. So, but then I started thinking about it, and then I started getting into, like, gardening. And, like, I want an accent wall. I want to paint. I know. It's weird. The accent wall is less weird than the gardening. No, I have pink roses out there. We bought them the other day at, like, some plant That's a store. plant. You can have that anywhere. It's Carry awesome. on. But anyway, I want a garden. And, like, I can't do that here. Also, I want Laz to have his own yard. 
And there's like dogs who go without, like they run around without leashes here and big ass dogs. And so I'm like, I'm not, I, I want my cat to roam free without being killed. So that's why I want a house, but we have put off the house search for now because somebody's finances aren't as good as mine. <laughs> I'm perfect. I'm literally perfect. Literally her credit score and her savings are fine. Yes. But, um, yeah, so I'd like to buy a house. So, basically, this got us, like, both digging in to, like, the pros and the cons, the local housing market. What should you do when you buy a house? And we're going to share that knowledge with you. And also, we should point out, so we chatted with Bridget Casey from Money After Graduation a while back, and she lives in Canada. She thought we were insane because we told her that in Arkansas, it's actually, like, cheaper to buy a house than it is to rent. Yeah, like, I mean, I could buy a house that's the... So, I'm renting a house right now that's $950, like I said, and it's, like, 1,200 square feet. I mean, I could buy it for 110000 Yeah. Yeah. So, that's very different. In other parts of the country, that house would go for, like, quarter of a mil, half a mil, depending mm-hmm. on the location. Well, and so here's a fun fact. So, according to Business Insider... The monthly rent in Arkansas is a thousand fifty, and the monthly mortgage in Arkansas is seven hundred and sixty-nine dollars. Yeah, so that means even with home ins- homeowners insurance and taxes, you're still paying like two hundred dollars a month less to own yeah. your own home, which is insane. Yeah, because this is like a tiny apartment, and it's like a thousand plus, right? And you really could. I mean, I saw tons of houses in, like, North Little Rock and Little Rock that were the areas she lives in mm-hmm. that, I mean, are kind of the same price. I'm not buying a house here, though. No, I buy she would make a Conway. Well, because the way I think about it, so this, this is one of our things to consider. Yeah. But, like, I'm, in five years, I'm going to be almost 30. So, like, I'm probably going to be having kids by then. That's true. So, like, I don't want to buy a house in Little Rock and then, what, my kids are going to go to school in Little Rock? That's gross. And say it's so to like translate this for people who don't live here. Um, Little Rock is a big city. A bit pretty. It's not big compared to like where some of you probably live, but for us, it's really big. And the school district is large, and it has some like district level problems. Um, one of the best schools in the state, though, is in our hometown, Conway, Conway which is just where like, we both went. Yeah, just thirty minutes away. And it's amazing. I love it. Um, the other, like, really good school is four hours away in northwest Arkansas. So, that's not on the table. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, that's a big thing. Like, so that's one of the things my boyfriend brings up as, like, a con to buying is he's really wanting to move at some point. But he, we don't know when. He doesn't know where. And so, I'm like, you know what? On the off chance we're here for the next 20 years go ahead and buy a house Mm -hmm. and he's like but what if we move in five years because right now we're month to month in our lease so we are the definition of flexible i could give my landlord 30 days and we could move that's beautiful it's amazing that's beautiful we have to give a 90 day notice no 60 day notice and you still have to buy out your lease don't you are you month to month if it's no i'm not month to month but if it's like less than 60 day notice then you have to like yeah, sure. That's crazy. Yeah, literally drop of a hat. I can move. I hate you. <laughs> but, Not that I'm going anywhere. But. I was going to say, but that, like, that's the thing. We've been in this house. I've been month to month on this lease for a year and a half now. We signed a year lease. We've been month to month for a year and a half. Like, 
obviously we don't move a lot. Yeah. Like, but if you are renting is probably right for you. If you have, if you're unlike us and you have actual plans for your life, then renting probably would work better. Yeah, I mean, so we're going to pick on our intern as an example, um, <laughs> Brie. She is graduating in the fall, and she's not 100% sure what she wants to do this upcoming year yet, but she knows for sure, without a doubt, one year after that, she wants to be living in a totally different state. Should she buy a house right now? No. <laughs> that would be a terrible no, idea, because she knows, literally, she wants to move in a year. So for her... A one-year lease is, like, perfect. Mm-hmm. For my settled ass, I probably should have bought a house two years ago, and I would already be, like, halfway to selling it now. But hindsight is twenty twenty. So the other thing on the list is can you make a down payment of at least 20%? This is the answer to why I did not buy a house two years ago. Yeah, because if you can't, don't do it. P- <sighs> yeah, so... The reason you want to make sure you have a down payment of 20%, first of all, it gives you a cushion. It means you are financially stable enough that you have been able to save 20% of your house cost, which means you're doing some things right. But also, if you don't make Can we do the payment, math real quick? Okay, yeah. so yours, how much is the house you're buying? Not that's that, not a good example okay. because it's still like okay. So plus. say a hundred fifty dollar house. Yeah, that's hundred fifty thousand dollars. What I say? Hundred fifty dollar. What? You left the thousand out. I did. Yeah. No, I did. Okay, I thought you were making fun of me because I said thousand. I was like, what's wrong with that? Okay, no. hundred and fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> that's not the first time I've done that. What would twenty percent of that be? Thirty thousand dollars. That's a lot of fucking money. Yeah. So just that's like you're supposed to have yeah. that like in cash, yep. like hand it to them. Yes. No. You're supposed to be able to write a check. No. Be like, this is all of my money. That breaks my heart. <laughs> Elise is like, oh shit. Oh shit. Um, but there are exceptions. If you get a, f- so here's okay, back up. So the the reason you don't want stop to have listening. That I'm sorry if we scared you. Yeah. No. No. There's hope. Ah. <laughs> but first, why you want to have that much? It shows you're responsible and you're in a good place financially. Blah 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 blah. But also, you get a better interest rate if you have that money to put down. And if you don't put down at least twenty percent, a lot of times you will have to pay for something called private mortgage insurance or PMI, which is like another hundred bucks a month just for the privilege Holy of getting a mortgage. Holy shit! It's nuts. Yeah. It's okay. bullshit. I have someone who recently, I was like, how much is your house? And they were like, it's 150000 but we pay like 900 a month. And so that's why? probably why. Okay. That makes more sense. Because I was like, whoa. <laughs> you were like, that's not that's, how this that math works. That was not plan. No. Um, right. Because that's like what you pay in rent already. Like that's, there's no advantage. Because, I mean, you're responsible for upkeep, whatever. But the exceptions to that, if you can get a VA loan... Um, so that means if you are a veteran or you're married to a veteran. What if your dad is a veteran? No. Damn it. Sorry. Good try, though. Your dad could get a VA loan. (laughs) Um, but the VA loan is for veterans, and so you don't have to have a down payment, and you don't have to pay PMI. Um, you can also get a first-time homeowner's loan, usually an FHA loan. And so sometimes in certain areas, they'll offer an FHA loan, um in areas that need economic development, basically to try to get more people owning houses because it's good for the economy, whatever. 
Um, so Who cares about the economy? There are rules, like, you can only spend up to, like, so much out of, like, first-time homeowner money, and it's, like, government-funded. Um, but, again, you either have less of a down payment or you, like, don't have a down payment. Or you can get a rural development loan, which for Arkansans means anywhere outside of, like, Conway and Little Rock, basically. No, just kidding. If you're outside of city limits, you can qualify for a rural development loan. Again, it's the state being like, ah, shit, we have all this land where no people are living. We should help them. Help them live there. And that goes for other states, too, that have, like, pretty, like, developed rural areas. Um, You would probably be looking at a first-time homeowner's loan. Yeah. But even then, like, when you do that math, it's not a thing. I hate math. Math sucks. <laughs> and there are a lot of rules you have to follow. Like, you couldn't buy a shitty fixer-upper with an FHA loan. They want to make sure it's, like, a house where, like, if you default on that loan, they can, like, take it and sell it. Oh, snap. So a lot of them, like, don't want shitty fixer-uppers if they're giving you government money. There's so much to this. There are so many rules. House. Basically, yes, give me a house, and otherwise I'll. you can find me under the couch crying. Fun fact, this got so stressful at one point, I literally... D- so just in case you ever think I have it all together and you're feeling bad about <laughs> yourself, I want to tell you this story that Jordan decided to regale his family with on Easter. Um, fun fact, I got so stressed out, I decided to, as a joke, turn into a turtle... And by turtle, I mean I literally laid down on the couch and pulled a blanket over my head and was like, I'm a turtle. You have to stop talking to me about house shit because I'm ridiculous. And then I fell asleep. I can literally picture that in my mind. (laughs) But I fell asleep. Like, I turtled and then I just fell asleep. So I was a turtle for like an hour and a half. Wait, was your head like under the covers? Yeah. It was poking out. No, under the covers. How did you not suffocate? No, no. Oh my God. (laughs) Full turtle. Yeah, I did. I just called up a little ball and pulled a blanket over myself and was like, bye. That's amazing. So, it's kind of like Mindy Kaling when she just like lays on the floor. It was that, yes. And yes. I was like, I'm going to turtle. Um, the, the rest of that afternoon, Jordan kept asking me more stressful house questions, but he took away the blanket so I couldn't turtle, which was very rude. <laughs> Elise is picturing this in her head. I can see it. And uh, So anyway, this shit's stressful. That's the other thing yes. I have to say to you. Renting, not stressful. You just sit in a place. You, like, your landlord continues to do whatever landlords do. You pay your bills on time. The end. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully, yes. It's a very easy, like, A, B transaction. So another thing to consider is, do you have a good credit score? Yeah. Elise, do you have a good credit score? I do. I don't know if it's good enough to buy a house. Do you know your credit score? Not off the top of my head. I know it's good. I don't know. So when I was talking to a mortgage broker, she was saying that like above 750. Okay, that, about I have that. Be. Yeah. yeah. I'm good. Because yeah, she was like, you can look I'll at it if you're that. like, yeah. <laughs> not to bust if you're like out. 650 to 750, you're like, you can, but you're going to need like a co-signer or something else. Fuck that. Yeah. But I mean, my credit's good enough that I could buy a house by myself. So yours probably is too. Yeah pretty equal she has better savings than i do i do but our credit history is like same um but i mean i know people who've had to work on getting their credit score up before buying a house and in that case you would yeah right you would want to rent (laughs) Um, i'm trying to think of other tips the the mortgage lady gave me the mortgage lady (laughs) shout out to the mortgage lady Mm -hmm. you know Um, who you are 
She does not listen to this podcast. <laughs> no. She you has, say that every time. Everyone listens to our podcast. You're right. Everyone listens to our podcast. Um, everyone oh, but like, So if you're trying to raise your credit score, you shouldn't open new credit cards. You shouldn't close any credit cards. Basically, you should leave everything the same. Hmm. Ooh, we should do a whole podcast about credit we score We really shit. should, because that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, what else did she say? Oh, you can pay. You can pay off your credit cards, but you have to leave them open, and don't like, like max out a credit card. Basically, try to leave everything as much the same as you can. If your credit's bad or good, if your credit's bad, then just try to pay down a bunch of stuff. Hmm. It's basically like stop sucking. Yeah, she's like be super extra responsible. Okay, so what else do we have to consider? This was Elise added this one. Oh, well, no, we can get back to, um, are you planning on starting a family soon? Because that was one of yours. I thought we talked about that. Well, but I mean, was your only consideration, like, school district? Or was it also, like, do you have room to put a tiny baby somewhere? I mean, no. Oh, okay. Well, I was thinking, like, if you're going to start a family, you might want to move out of your one-bedroom apartment and buy a house. Well, and also, these walls are really effing thin. So, yeah, you don't want to live in an apartment with a baby. I mean, I know people do it every day, but, like, ideally... Right. You want to get a house. That's true. I hadn't thought about that. But I've lived above babies. It's not great. Yeah. Nobody wants a baby in an apartment. I can no. tell you right now. Well, and then, like, still, they can't, like, play out. Like, they don't have a yard. They don't mm-hmm. have some of that stuff that's, like... And, again, we know some of you probably live places where, like, people buy apartments, which is confusing to us. And we're sorry because I'm sure raising a baby in an apartment is super fun for you. But for us, <laughs> you want to buy a house. Yeah. Well, and I was thinking, like, people also, like, throw parties. Like, sometimes it's loud. Yeah. And baby needs to sleep. Otherwise, you're going to go insane. And, ultimately, if you're not planning on having a family, but you are planning on throwing a lot of parties, you should get a house so you don't wake up all your neighbors. (laughs) Um, Either way, you're going to wake up. Have you not seen the movie Neighbors? (laughs) Should happen. So Lisa's favorite movie. Oh, we don't Not have... Neighbors 2, Neighbors 1. Yeah, Neighbors 2 wasn't as good. It sucked. Um, we don't have what? Man, I don't remember what it was about the baby. But... Who cares about babies? Let's move on. You do. You want to grow one in In like person. five years. <laughs> not now. Okay, so Elise added this one back to like the one she actually added. Are you down to mow the lawn, upkeep, and fix things around the house because they're all extra expenses? And my mm-hmm. note... Is I rent a house, so I already have to mow my lawn. Okay. I was thinking of, like, apartments with some of these. That's true. Yeah. Because, I mean, that like, was... I don't mow. Right. When I thought about that, like, we moved from an apartment into the house we're in, and I hadn't even thought about so many expenses. Like, mm-hmm. even stuff like weather stripping your doors, and, like, your heating goes up. Yeah. And also, you have to buy a lawnmower and a weed eater and keep mm-hmm. your lawn from looking like shit. Um, we had to mulch the flower beds out front. Stupid. I have Why? flower beds because it just doesn't look good without mulch. I was about to say, somebody would come after you if you like, if it looks like I shit. I know, but like, I live there. You have a little pride. Not a lot. I didn't mulch this year <laughs> because it just, I just gave up. You guys, like, you have to mulch year after year. Like, this is bullshit. Gardens are the worst, Elise. No. It'll be fine. But, the, like, upkeep and fixing things around the house, I mean, we have to pay for our own like air return filters and other than that and light bulbs everyone pays for that 
But other yeah. than that, I just text my landlord. Well, see here, I mean, we buy our own light bulbs because Austin is like ridiculous and OCD and he like thinks like, you see the ones in the kitchen, they're, they're fucking bright. bright as shit. Yes. Like, he is responsible for that. I noticed they Which, were new. <laughs> really, if a light, like light bulbs go out all the time around here because it's really like they did a cheap job. Yeah. With the, the electricity. And so I'm just like, literally, if you just like, if we put in a request, they will come and they have light bulbs. And he's they like, will oh, really change yes, the light bulbs? they will. They've done it before what? when I was by myself. They did it. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, especially those up there that are really tall. Yeah, because they go out all the time. Right. <gasps> so if That's anything, amazing. they'll just like fix the wiring or something. I don't know. That's awesome. But yeah, so like in an apartment, like especially like your toilet breaks, they'll come fix it. Yeah. So and you don't have to pay for it. That's one thing I miss about an apartment versus renting a house, which that's a whole other convo. But, like, if something goes wrong, my landlord has to call a plumber. You know who comes out way faster than a plumber? Your apartment's, like, maintenance guy. Yeah. He comes out, like, he's on call 24-7. Like, he'll come out immediately. Oh, ours aren't. They're, they don't work the weekends. Oh, but at Centerstone, I feel like they did. Maybe well, Center, they did more than one. was cool. It was different. But, I mean, right. Like, you get people out so much faster. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like... The plumber my electrician, or my electrician likes, the plumber my landlord likes is really backed up and can't come out till Tuesday, and I called him on Wednesday. I do also want to mention, though, we have an article on the site, ErnstonLove.com, about, like, things you can do yourself, like, ways to fix things around the house. That's true. If something goes wrong with your toilet, mostly it should be something you could fix if you're desperate. Yes. Or, like, you should know how to change a light bulb. You should. The one time I tried to do it. She knows how. I, I, I know in theory, but I forgot to turn off the lamp. And so I literally, like, electrocuted myself. Luckily, my boyfriend is an electrician. So he knows these things, and I don't have to do it ever again. Because I literally, like, it shocked the show. Luckily, I'm a human, and I also know <laughs> these things. I said I know them in theory. Oh, I know. But, I mean, that's the thing. Like, in theory, you never have to change your own light bulbs. Yeah. So that's... Or kill your own spiders. That's because of your boyfriend. That's not your apartment complex. No. Although, I will that's say, I mean, your issue. apartment, like, when I lived in an apartment and we had a pest problem, I called and I was like, yo, there are ants all over my apartment. This is not my fault. Mm-hmm. Get them out. And they did. Like, yeah. had a pest guy come out. Like, you're renting. If it's your house... You get to, like, set off your own bug bomb or, like, call your own term, like, exterminator. But they're more expensive than you think they are. Yep. Everything is more expensive than you think it is. Okay, what's the last thing on our list so we can move on? Over this. This is especially for Elise and her accent wall. Is renting keeping you from doing something that you really, 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 really want to do? Like painting an accent wall so you can feature it on Instagram. Instagram, that's the worst. I mean, it's for me, but I would like to be like, look at my ins- look at my accent wall, look at my Instagram wall. Um, I was thinking more along the lines of, do you want a dog, but you rent somewhere that doesn't allow pets, then maybe you should buy a house. Okay. Elise is thinking, I would really love an accent wall, and I can't paint here. I can't. It's true. A you lot also of, can't, like, like, change your hardware on your no. cabinets or paint your cabinets. I can't paint shit. There are some apartment complexes who say you can paint whatever you want as long as you paint it back before you move out. Yeah. But this complex was like, nah. You can't Everywhere I've lived has been like that, too. Yeah. Or, yeah, I and mean, you can't change out your light fixtures or your countertops or literally anything. You also anything. can't, like, have an actual fight without feeling like the cops are going to get called. Just saying. Priorities. 
That's just an apartment versus house problem. Yes. So anyway, we've talked a lot. And basically what it comes down to is, do you feel like you are ready to own a house? And then do the numbers say that you are ready to own a house? Yeah, the numbers talk more than, like, your personal feelings. It's true. The numbers like, are really, like... Wanting to have an accent wall and garden and all that is, like, great. But, like, can you afford it? And then even if you're like, I don't know if I really want to own a house, if you're going to be somewhere for five years and you can afford it, you probably should because it's a pretty good investment. So tools to help you decide. Yes. So these are in the description of this podcast. Um, The New York Times, Zillow, and Realtor.com all have like really cool rent versus buy calculators. Mostly they're really fun because you can play with sliders and put in new numbers and stuff. They're not that fun. Um... I mean, they're more fun than, like, an Excel spreadsheet. They're fun for, like, math people. Like, you know what I've been doing with my life? It's in Google Docs. It's not pretty. It's not like a BuzzFeed quiz, but it'll do. Oh, my God. We should make a BuzzFeed quiz. How are we going to make a BuzzFeed quiz? We're not BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed community, Elise. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, we're not going to do that, but we Coming could. soon. <laughs> to be continued. Coming never. But someone out there probably has one, so should Google, should I buy a house quiz? Okay. Dear HBIC. This is Elisa's favorite part. Who read last time? Did you read last time? I think you did. Baby. Do you want to read again? I was going to ask if you wanted to read. Okay. I'll read. Okay. Dear HBIC, I'm a sophomore in college and I haven't made any friends. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to laugh at this person. Jeez. Should I read? Because I have some like... I'm just so excited that I'm like laughing. I'm going to read and then Elisa gets to answer first. Because she's like about to cry over here. She's laughing so hard. Dear HBIC, I'm a sophomore in college and I haven't made any friends. This is supposed to be the best time of my life, but how do I meet people and hang out with them? There was like a weird question mark in there. Like it should have been on the last sentence. Well, no, because it's like, it's uncertainty. The writer is like, it's supposed to be the best time of my life, but it's not. Like what gives? WTF? Yeah. Yeah. Don't question our readers. No, I'm so I'm really not trying to like be mean because I totally <laughs> relate to this person. I mean, so, like I'm not laughing. Um, but I do have to say, like I I totally get it. But at the same time, like I regret not making more of an effort to make friends in college because once you get out of college, it gets even fucking harder to make new friends. And your college network ends up being important. That's something that yes. I figured out after I've left college. There are a lot of people, and like I run into them, and I'm like. We had a class together, and like maybe we could have been friends, but now it's like really weird to be like we had English Lit two together in two thousand and nine. <laughs> like let's be friends. Whatever. Like that's you weren't awkward. in college in two thousand nine. I know. <laughs> I'm not good at like making up fake numbers. Thanks for diving like, me what? out. You're, you're younger Fine. than me. Fine for in like two thousand twelve. But yeah, it is important. Because, I mean, we both were recommended to the company we're at now by someone we went to college with. Yeah, and I mean, like, if we hadn't been, like, friends with that person, would he have known our names to recommend us? Maybe, maybe not. Right. And another person we had classes with is one of our contributors on the site. Yeah, and that's, it ends up mattering. And I look at my mom, um, her really good friends, you'll hear about this again in my adulting moment, Um, but she was in the honors college at the university that I went to as well. And so like her really good friends are all friends from that program. Like literally, if you name her best friends right now, they're not from high school. They're not even from her professional life. They're from college. They're from college and they like stayed around. I mean, she has other friends who are in college and moved or whatever, but like 
literally of the handful of like her closest friends all college yeah and i like probably wouldn't say that i wouldn't say that at all <laughs> yeah i talked to like you from college i met my boyfriend and in I college guess tara and jp yeah and we weren't we were only kind of friends in college you and me yeah we didn't talk at all I was still in college when I started my internship, Elise. Okay, what else? <laughs> we became friends while I was still in college. Okay, so how does this girl make friends? That's what she's asking. How do I meet people and hang with them? Yeah, so first it's super important, so no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've established how important it is and that your life literally depends on it. Yeah, like no pressure. I think the most important thing you can do, um, I would say first of all, live on campus. Yes. Sorry. Yes. I know it blows. Like as long as you can, yeah. Because I lived on campus my first three years, and I moved off campus my senior year, and people were even still like, oh, I mean, you know, she, like, she was around, but she moved off campus senior year. Like, guys, I was there so long. Damn, I moved off campus my sophomore year. And, but, like, I met a ton of people when I was on campus. Yeah. When, so, there's a caveat to live on campus. Don't just close your door and, like, stay in your room all That's the time. That's what I did. I was – so I became instant BFFs with my freshman roommate. And so, like, she was – she became my best friend. But we were both kind of, like – I don't know. We were clicky. Mm. And so I was like, oh, I made one friend. Like, I'm good. <laughs> and I was still very shy. So, like, once again, I feel you, girl. It's hard. So you say your biggest thing is that you're shy. Yes. That's my biggest thing. And I'm not just, like, outgoing. I'm not going to, like, go knock on your door and be like, hey, let's be friends. That's the crazy thing about, like, living in a dorm is people really will, like, yeah. show up and, like, knock on your door and yeah. be like, I want to be friends with you. What the fuck? <laughs> Who are you? Um, and I, like, I would do that a few times, but, like, as outgoing as I think I am in a college dorm, I was not. Like, oh my, I was maybe a three on an outgoing scale of one to ten, where Elise is a one. Like, because there are people who will just go and knock on every door and introduce themselves. I th- and I think that's part of it, is you just have to get outside of your comfort zone. It's Even college. if you don't feel like going out, you have to go out. But don't just, like, go out and get drunk. Like, that's not what you should do. You should join clubs. You should get involved. Even, like... Make friends in your classes. Well, and one of my favorite memories, so a lot of, that's the other reason to live on campus, is a lot of dorms will have, like, game nights, or you'll have a Facebook group where someone will be like, yeah. I want to do X, Y, Z, like, meet me in the lobby, um, or classes or clubs or whatever. One of my favorite memories from college was a random night where, like, one of our mentors, like, it was a program or whatever, basically an RA, was like, hey, I've got Cards Against Humanity, who wants to come play? And I met a bunch of random-ass people, and we all played Cards Against Humanity, which, if you ever want to meet someone real quick, that become bond really you. comfortable. That like, bonds you. Um, but yeah, I met a ton of people that way. Like, literally, like, 15 people were playing that game, and mm-hmm. just stuff like that is probably the most fun I had, like, as in terms of a college experience. And classes. I still yeah. hang out with people that I met in classes. Yeah. Because that's where you met people with common interest. Or... Common hatred if you're in, like, a random gen ed class. But especially when you get into your actual major and, like, you start having, like, real work and real responsibilities and, like, you meet people with common interests. And you'll have those classes with people multiple times. That's yes. what I think is really good about the major. Yes. 
So really, you just have to put yourself out there. I wish there were a better answer for you. You have to get uncomfortable, and that sucks. Yeah. I mean, even if it's something as simple as if you live in a dorm, propping your door open Mm -hmm. so that people can drop in if you're playing board games or something. Or even just going to the library to study. Like, I never went to the library. I always stayed in my dorm and studied. Yeah, or like and shut the door. If you have a like cafeteria, yeah, eat in the cafeteria. I didn't go to the cafeteria. I did, but I always brought a book. Leah's <laughs> <I could laughs> still no one talked to you. Right, I mean, that was the whole point. Like I went because the food was free, not because I wanted to hang out with people. Yeah, but I was even, dumb. Like, I was dumb. There was. I, I did a, not take advantage <laughs> of the free food. I know that's like looking back, man. It wasn't that great, but like it was zero dollars. Yeah. Um, but I even had a girl like. It was freshman or sophomore year one, and it was after a class. And again, it's one of my really vivid memories. We were walking back to our dorm for class, and I had other plans for lunch, but like they were casual. Like I was gonna go get something at like Subway, and she was like, "Hey, like I'm going to the cafe. Do you wanna go with me?" And I was like, "Sure." And so we went and ate lunch together, and like that started. Mm-hmm. Like we never became close friends, but we're still acquaintances because we went and got lunch one time. So be the girl who's like. Hey, you want to get lunch? Worst case scenario, they're like, I've got class. Mm-hmm. Now that I think of it, there's at least three contributors on the site that we had classes with. Oh, and even more if you look at our um, contributor articles. Yeah. Like where we get, you know, the random people to like contribute to the yeah. roundups. Well, that's the thing is we didn't even like try that hard and we still like made connections. So imagine right. if like you actually tried. Right. Imagine if you were the girl who was like, Hey, let's go to lunch sometime. And you meant, like, right then. Yes. Because, yeah. like, we really put in minimum. Like, we are not the paragons of no. college social life. The way I see it looking back, don't even just, like, my advice to this girl is don't even think of it as just, like, how do I make friends now so I'm not lonely? Like, how do you not only make friends but build up, like, a network that you can use after college? Because that's what's important. Yeah. College only lasts, like, four years. Five if you make it last longer. <laughs> Five if you do a victory lap. Yes. Um, yeah, and join a club or go to a workout class or something because yeah. anything you do that helps you get in touch with people. Um, and I even wish I'd hung out with more people outside of my discipline because, mm-hmm. I mean, I know a ton of writing people, but, like, yeah. what if I need help with something else? You know what I mean? Like, I'm, yeah. I've got gaps in my, like, knowledge yeah, and friends true. and people that I hang out with. Yeah. Do more, be more, live awesomely. Go forth and make friends. Huzzah! (laughs) Okay, would you rather? Oh my god. So the first would you rather is relevant to our earlier discussion. It is. So would you have a little ring? Would you rather have a little ring and a big house or a big ring and a small house? Small ring, big house. Hell, no ring, big house. We both have the same answer. I'm team no ring, big house. Yeah, like it's... Big fucking dream house. Can you live in a ring? No. No. Can you eat a ring? No. Nope. I'd rather have a house and food. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> I, I mean, I know people, though, who look who would look at it differently. Since both of us agree, I'm going to, like, I don't know, pretend I'm a different person for a minute. Because Ugh. I'm like... No one cares. Right. I mean, but they're like, ah, oh, but you carry the ring everywhere. No one comes to your house. But who cares? Ugh. That's to make other people happy. Also, like, people do come to my house. Like, <laughs> at least, like, seven people over. But, like, I, I like my house. Like, that's that's my thing is, like, that's what makes me happy. Right. I, I lose rings. I don't like rings. Me too. Like, my house is where I, I'm a homebody. 
So I need to look at pretty things and be happy. Well, and like with a big ring, oh my gosh, like, can you imagine wearing something worth like $15,000 Well, like, what are you doing hands? with it? I don't understand. Are you going to have a photo shoot every other day of your ring? You're just going to stare at it all the time. Like, are you a celebrity? You're hungry or like... You really want a snack, so you just stare at your ring. Mm, <laughs> yeah, that'll satisfy you. You're like, also, oh, like, my fucking kitchen's too small. You stare at my ring. But also, somebody's going to steal that shit. Like, if you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. Or you'll just lose it. Like, Yeah, I would lose it. Or it would get tarnished or But also, scratched. it's just not important. I actually, I went on a Twitter rant this weekend. <sighs> um, I'm at Emily's XO. Oh my god, I need to go look at that rant. Um, I can't, you didn't see it. No. So, I got really sick of these promposals. These stupid effing promposals. Where, like, it. all the pressure is on little boys to, like, the, okay, so what set me off was this guy had, um, like, gotten people from all over the world to write notes to this girl telling her to go to prom with this guy. Ugh. And he said something about, what did his notes say? Oh, look it up. It was something, like, about the world. Or he's like, it would mean the world to me if you went to prom That's with disgusting. Me. It was, like, yes, in theory it's sweet, but also, like, I asked my boyfriend to prom in high school. Like, no one had right. this grand gesture. Like, why are you that special that, like, you know? Why is prom? So, so like, why is prom yes. your pivotal moment? Well, and also, like, why is it on the guy to, like, like to to do this grand gesture of a promposal and to buy you a big-ass rock? And, like, what are you providing? Like, that's Someone my gets thing. Someone a big-ass like, rock for a... Prom. Well, no. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm thinking about all these things. Oh, like, I'm like, relating yes. it back to the engagement gotcha. ring. That's what makes me mad is, like, how, like, you're expecting the man to shell out, like, what, three months worth of his salary on a so ring. So stupid. But, like, what, like, if it, if you're supposed to be equals, what is he getting in return? Well, and like, she, why does he have to buy you a ring? Like, I've seen people who take it and they're like, okay, so I buy you a ring. And then, like, I don't know, you buy the dude a nice watch or something. Even if somehow you spend $3,000 on a watch, which is stupid, three months salary on a watch, ugh. That's like, disgusting. Why? Why, 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 why? Right, like, what's the point? I'm not Just a so you can brag about person. it and, like, put it on Instagram? Right. Like, there's not a point. Also, engagement rings are kind of gross. Like, if yeah, you you're get like into symbolism, your territory. Yes. You know who doesn't wear engagement rings? Men. Men. <laughs> yeah, it disgusts yeah, me. So, you know what? They should have a lot of feelings. They shouldn't spend like $15,000 to brand you as their no, own. No, it's dumb. Um, If someone wants to buy, I don't know, like $200. Buy me a like, house. Like, we'll buy Walmart a house ring. together. Yes. That's my thing is it's an investment together. A ring is just like one And it's an actual investment. Like, yes. do you know how often, like, Ugh, I see people on like Craigslist or yard sale groups or go to a pawn shop and you will find a million rings that people thought were important. I would totally pawn that shit. <laughs> yeah. Be like, like buying done. Yeah. Like if a guy ever like surprised me and was like, here's a $5,000 ring, I'd be like, thanks for the money. Yeah. I'm going to go buy a house. Like let's do something different with this. It's just, it's not a good use of your money. So anyway, we so want So we're a both house. team Little Ring and Big House. But if you would like to argue with us, you can be wrong at us on Twitter. <laughs> so, Elise, hmm. would you rather be Lena Dunham's BFF? <laughs> spoiler, we hate her. Or Chrissy Teigen's enemy? Spoiler, we I love would her. I would so much rather be Chrissy Teigen's enemy because she is crazy on Twitter. Like, she has really? no chill. She goes after the trolls. And that's so much fun. Like... That would be the highlight of my life if Chrissy Teigen, like, added me 
Is that the word? Added? Added. Came for you. Whatever. Yeah. yeah added you. And was like, you're a little you. bitch. Yeah. That'd See, make my whole life. I was... Chrissy Teigen is She's a savage, fierce, fierce Twitter presence, <laughs> which is actually why I was going to be like, I would rather suffer through being Lena Dunham's BFF because if Chris and Chrissy Teigen comes for you, you are oh yeah, you're going to get death threats. Yeah, like, like her no. fans will come for you. All of her like little Chrissy stands will come after you. I'll like, come after you. Right, like that's not. <laughs> I won't. If you want to know why we don't like Lena Dunham, it's because she's problematic as fuck, and you can go find another podcast from ages ago where we talk about it. Yeah. Um, but Chrissy Teigen is a goddess, mm-hmm. and she's really, really, really funny. She's the funniest person in the whole entire world. But I like to think that if I were Lena Dunham's BFF, I would be in this sort of circle where I could eventually work my way That's up true. to That's true. You Teigen's. would just use her as yeah. your BFF. Okay. I can yeah, get behind I'd that. I'd be like, you're fine or whatever. Now, Chrissy, where are you yeah, at? Yeah, then you can get promoted to Chrissy's BFF. Yeah. Okay, I'll switch to that. Yeah, because like if Chrissy hates you, you're just game over. So it's like your 15 minutes as Chrissy's troll versus like a lifetime of celebrity BFFs and girl yeah. gangs. Okay. Right. I'm thinking, I see where your head's at. You're in the long game. <laughs> I'm always in, like, the short game. You just, you're just hoping, like, Chrissy Teigen <laughs> will hate you until you, like, tweet something really funny back, and she's like, just kidding. I must be her friend. <laughs> I just love her. You just love her. So much. Ugh. Those are really, like, easy would-you-rathers. Yeah, next time I'll have to make it harder. Okay. Um, speaking of things you love, like Chrissy Teigen, yep. what are you loving this week? Besides Chrissy Teigen. Always Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> I am loving Kitnet Box. Um, so my cat Laz has received kitnet boxes in the past. He loves it. Um, but we actually took the April box, Malia and I did, and our photographer to the Little Rock Humane Society, and we donated the toys and the treats to all the little kitties there. And we played with the cats, and we I did. wanted them all for like a whole afternoon. There was a fourteen-year-old cat named Momo. <laughs> Ali- this is—it's been a like toy. a week, and Elisa's still like crying inside about this cat. Yes, yeah, she was, f- or he, he, he. He was 14, and his mother died. And And that's, like, there were so many old cats there. Yes, it was so sad. But anyway, we played with them. Prince Eric was there. He is the incontinent, is that the right word? Yes. He's the incontinent little kitty who's up for adoption. He's like a tiger kitty. He's so playful. He's so pretty. He he had a spinal injury. Spinal energy. No. Spinal injury. Yes. When he... From, like, birth. Yeah. So, he can't move his two back legs, and he, like... He pees, like, you know. He can't help it. He dribbles. He dribbles. But he's so cute. He's so full of life. He's so spunky. Oh, and he plays. And he moves so fast. (laughs) He's so cute. So, we got to see him, and he's so Mm -hmm. cute. We gave him some toys. But, yeah. So... We donated toys, and also Kitnabox is really cool because they donate a portion of proceeds every month to animal-specific charities, like the Paw Project, Animal Care, and Control of NYC, um, several others. So, I love Kitnabox. Um, there's a review up on the site if yeah. you want to check it out. And we'll have pictures coming soon on social media and whatnot yes. of our adventure with the kittens. Yes, and some video. I say kittens. They were all grown cats. Yeah, they were. But, like, oh, there was one who I'm just still obsessed with. His name is Mr. Bob, and he's six, <laughs> and he just wanted to cuddle. Was he the one? Wait, which one? Was, oh, that's he the one. He was the big old fat okay. I thought you were talking about the one who, like, wanted out, but his leg was broken, and so he had to oh, stay in the cage. Oh, no, Buster. He kept crying. He wanted to play. He did. He was so mad. His, yeah, he had the oh. knees surgery and so he was just crying and crying and crying so the other reason we were at the humane society is and this will be up on what's this comes out wednesday right Mm -hmm. 
and it'll be up Wednesday. Um, I interviewed the shelter manager. And so we were there hanging out and like, so we got to hear all of the backstories and all of like what's going on and what every cat was like up to and all the dogs. Like we got the A plus tour from the Humane Society shelter manager. And so we have an interview with her coming up today. And this is a no kill shelter. Yes. It's a Humane Society and they are, they're all no kill. Mm -hmm. So just amazing. Yes. They're help them out. There are ways to help them in the article. Adopt, don't shop. Yeah. Um, the other thing I'm loving, I'm just going to throw this in here because now we have a coupon code. Um, y'all know I love my Nectar also, mattress. she's still obsessed with this mattress. I am. Um, y'all know I love my Nectar mattress. Um, is Austin here? I'm going to go sit on your bed. He isn't here. He's at work. <gasps> you I'm gonna go sit need on to go bed. try it out. Okay. But yes, it's a memory foam mattress. It doesn't bounce. It has cooling technology, all <laughs> that shit. <laughs> but it's hella cheap. The queen for size a mattress. for a, for a memory foam mattress. Yeah. So the queen size that I have is like seven ninety five, but if you use our coupon code ESL one hundred, you get a hundred dollars off your mattress. That's pretty baller. Yeah, that would be six ninety five for a queen mattress. Mm-hmm. And uh, no shipping. Yeah, and they deliver it to Ugh. your door. It comes in like a sleeping bag, <laughs> and you roll it out. Y'all go check out their Instagram. They just posted my video. Um, but it, it shows like you literally just roll it out and it starts fluffing up. It's like, like science fiction. It's so cool. And you can hear Austin like giggle like a little schoolgirl. Yeah, Austin was way excited. <laughs> but yeah, she still says for the nectar, still sleeping like a boss. Yes, and that code is ESL one hundred. Whoa. Um, what are you loving? Oh yeah. So Elise <laughs> and I spent. All weekend, basically, <laughs> talking about Girl Boss on Netflix. We did. We both watched it in, like, a day, and then we kept texting about it. It was way, like, it, I'm speechless, because honestly, <laughs> it was so much better than my expectation. Really? Yes. I didn't think it was that great. I didn't, like, I didn't think it was awesome, but I thought I it didn't was going to suck. Sophia sucked. I didn't yeah. like her. We knew that from the book, though. Yes. Like, everyone else. No, sorry. I liked her in the book. I thought she was a badass. Sorry, Sophia Amoroso, but... She kind of sucks. I just... My thing is, so in the book, I thought she was a badass, but looking back at it, there, it was kind of just like, oh, Nasty Gal was an overnight success. Like, yeah. I didn't have any struggle. I'm a success story. I don't have any debt. And it's like, thank God. The one thing I liked about the Netflix show was that they did show her struggle. I liked... Yes, they did. Like, she actually had problems. And yes. I mean, I understand in the book they were trying to take, like... You know, this 10-year story and mm-hmm. shove it. I guess it was written in 2013, so, like, seven-year story. Mm-hmm. Shove it into 200 pages, so you gloss over a lot. But yeah, it was kind of like the highlights. Yeah. Like a highlight reel. And you kind of get the impression, I mean, honestly, from both, like, overall, that the real reason she was so successful is because she came out, like, when eBay was starting to be mm-hmm. a thing, and then she started her own site, like, right when online shopping, like, she was in the right place at the right time. Also, she had mad fashion sense, like, undeniable. Yeah. Um... But I really liked the Netflix show put a lot more emphasis on friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really thought she was kind of a shitty her. friend, though. Yeah, I mean, no, like Sophia Marlowe, that's what they called the fake Sophia. Oh, they did? Yeah. I didn't notice that. Yeah, her last name was Marlowe. What? Yeah. Weird. I know, I thought that was pretty odd. It's was very, like, Mindy Kaling of her. Yes. Because she was an executive um, producer. But Sophia. I actually thought it was really good. Like, it told the story in a way that was, like, more engaging to me than the book. And it made her more of an anti-hero. Like, in the book, obviously, she fucking wrote it. So she's like, I'm a bitch. But in the way that, like, all girls say they're a bitch for, like, Mm -hmm. no one believes it. You're like, 
no, the patriarchy wants you to think she's, like, you're a bitch. No, she's a bitch. Like, yeah. I would not be her friend. I would be friends with her friends. Um, but I liked they did that because too, very often what we like to see in media is this totally likable Pollyanna, like, lovable character. And then men get to be complete assholes. And we're like, oh, my God, you're so sexy and brooding. And then women are just like, yes, I'm perfect. Thank you. Uh-huh. Which, so perfect. now that I think about it, it was very, like, I was texting Malia and I was like, she sucks. But, like, her friend and her boyfriend, they're all right. And, like, the whole time I was like, oh, my God, like, she does not deserve this guy. Like, he's so good to her. And then at the end... Plot twist. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. She fucking catches him, like, getting head. I was so mad. And I was like, holy shit. And then she just keeps Ugh. her mouth shut for weeks. So mad. I, I was like, I would have fucking, like, cut his dick off. Yeah. And, and she like, Sophia like, Amoroso, like, badass of the century, just, like, doesn't say anything. But she, weeks. yeah, because she just, like, didn't know what to do with it. She said that, like, they It was very it. humanizing. Yeah, it, it was. And even, like, when they talked it out, like, they, you thought they were going to get back together. And I just, did. Like, it was just very humanizing. Because you're like, oh, my God, she's this badass bitch, but also she's very vulnerable. And, like, she wants to stay with this guy who cheated on her. And, like, when she she and her friend have, like, their one major, their two major fights, like, the first one, Sophia takes her out of her top eight on MySpace, and the friend is like, I've told you this is important to me. And, like, yeah, the friend is being a diva, but... Yeah, that was dumb. Like, also, Sophia was like, I mean, but at the same time, like, her friend was like, I told you this matters to me. And if your friend is like, this is legitimately important to me, then even if it's stupid, you should at least consider it. So, in the end, anyway, she gives in, and she's like, moves her back into her top eight, and they make up. Yeah. Um, but then, like, she's starting her business, and she's using her friend as basically a free intern and won't pay her. Which, that part didn't make sense to me, where the friend basically comes to her, and she's like, I want to work for you. Like, give me a job. And she's like, I don't need you. It didn't make sense to me until the end, when she was like, I didn't think I needed anybody, but it turns out I do. Like, it reminded me of the book. Like, she, yeah. I think she says that in the book. She tried to do it all herself and found out that she couldn't. When I can see that, like... I mean, there are definitely times where I'll find myself getting, like, too... So I think that's one of the things I liked about it. You don't see just a ton of women's success stories. And if you do, they're, like, freaking perfect. Might as well be motherfucking Teresa. Like, and that's how they became successful. But she's not particularly likable and becomes successful anyway. Um, but, I mean, I found myself being like, ugh, why can't other people, like, do blah, 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 blah. And I think about it. And the only reason I've done whatever the thing is, like getting a scholarship, graduating college in four years, buying a car, keeping a shitty job at, like, retail, getting a full-time job, like, whatever it is, you know, that's when you, like, stop back and you're like, actually, my mom proofread my, like, college admiss admission essay. Mm -hmm. And you, like, think that you've done it all yourself, even if people have been helping you. Or actually, like, a good real-life funny low-stakes example um, before Jordan deployed the last time, I totally thought that I did at least 80% of the housework because I swear to God, like he just didn't do shit that I like cared about. So it would be like the dishes I did more than he did, but then he fucking deployed and I was like, just kidding. It is 50, 50. I just didn't notice some of the shit he was doing. Um, and that's what I feel like she was doing with like her friend. You know yeah. what I mean? Once her friend was gone, she yeah. was. She's just like, Oh no, you are doing a lot. So yeah. I really enjoyed it. And it was funny. I didn't expect it to be funny. I I wouldn't say I enjoyed it. I thought it was interesting to watch, but I also I felt like the girl who played Sophia, she was 
Brooke act, Robertson. She was acting the whole time. I never once was like, oh, this is Sophia Amoroso. Like, yeah. It was very much, I felt like she was trying to act crazy and act unlikable. Yeah. And I mean, I've seen her in other stuff, and she's always, like, very sweet and innocent and, like, I don't know. I, just, I didn't totally buy the acting. I One of the but. comments I thought was really interesting when we were talking about it is Elise was like, I like it, but I don't really buy that yeah. she's actually this charmingly crazy. She was very manic pixie dream yes. girl to me, and it kind of pissed me off. Like, I... I don't know. I didn't love... I felt like it was a character. I feel yeah. like this bitch is not actually this crazy. Like, no one's this crazy and says these weird things. Well, it's like the sort of like, thing... It, like, glamorizes being yes. self-involved. Yes, and that's what it was to me. It glamorized I mean, how selfish she was and, yep. like... Which, to your point, you don't have to be likable to be successful. But, I don't know. But, I mean, that's my whole she thing with, me like, the wrong way. The Manic Pixie Dream Girl thing as a whole is basically just, like, glamorizing... Mm-hmm. Being irresponsible and crazy yes. and, like, yeah. Right. Like, you shouldn't steal a rug and quit your job. <laughs> yes. And, like, Yes. What? And, like, not talk to your dad when, like, he's literally just asking you questions about your life. That was... I mean, he was a little judgy. They had a complicated relationship. Yeah. I'll give it that. But, I don't Same know. with the mom. But, yeah, like, the when, for Christmas break when she, like, flies seven places, like, oh, my God. Like, buy one plane well, ticket. I didn't understand, like, I felt like her mom really needed her. Like, yeah. yes, her mom was selfish like she is, but I felt like her mom needed her in that moment. And she was just kind of like, bye, I got a cab. Yeah. Like, you just lost your job, but bye. Which, but she gave her mom that badass coat. Oh, did she? She gave her the I jacket. Missed that part. I don't know. It's worth the watch. It's worth it to talk about. I wasn't crazy. It's not like my favorite show, but it's fine. Yeah. I mean, I think it was really... It fit the bill as, like, a Netflix original. Yeah. Well, and I'm excited. I hope they do a season two because I think a lot of... I even saw, like, Bridget Casey tweeted and was like, so are we going to get to the point where, like, mm-hmm. her business goes under? Like, she goes bankrupt? Like, where she fires someone for getting pregnant? How about that? Oh, I didn't hear about that. So, I mean, that's the thing. Like, she had this skyrocket to fame and then turns out, like, being 23 doesn't actually make you qualified to run a business just nope. because you can run an eBay shop. Um, like she was a very powerful personality, but not much of a leader. And that really came across as nasty gal grew. Yep. And like problematic ways. Womp womp. So the answer is probably no, they are not because Sophia Amoroso is involved (laughs) with the show. I bet they will. I don't know. We'll see. I think it'll depend. I mean, I think they will and she'll put her own spin on it. Like she'll kind of glamorize it and make it look like it's not her fault. Because she could totally do like a girl boss. Because I mean, the whole point of girl boss is like she was a hot mess who shoplifted and like didn't go to college and then started Nasty Gal. So she likes the whole I suck but I'm successful angle. You know what they could do to keep the show going is do like the American Horror Story thing and just every season feature a different girl boss origin story. That wouldn't be She should do the creator of Thinks. The boss there. (laughs) No, she shouldn't. (laughs) She should find someone likable. No, just like unlikable people who turn out to be CEOs. all bad And like are horrible leaders. Um, No, let's not do that. Then people will be like, this is why we can't have women leaders. This is why we can't have nice things. But I think it would, I think it would be if she goes through and like reflects on her time at the company and like writes about it. Mm-hmm. Then I think they would like incorporate it into the show. We shall we'll see. see. I don't know. It's kind of one of those where I feel like they trap themselves. Like there's not really a good place to go for yeah. a season two. Yeah. 
They should have made like a movie. Like the yeah, because the, the good climax, like the climactic part of the journey is starting Girl Boss. Yeah, or starting Nasty Gal. Yeah, but it was really I really liked it. It's an easy watch. Yes, it was. I watched it while I was so leading to my boss slash adulting mom. I don't know what you call us. Last week was very it's a boss moment. crazy for me. I didn't, um, I was kind of off. I played videographer for a day. I went and played with kittens or cats with Malia. And I didn't get a whole lot on my to-do list done. So Saturday, while I was watching Girl Boss, <laughs> I sat down and I just tackled all the important things that I had put off. And so this week has been much easier. Now that all that's out of the way. It's a good background show. It's also yes. a good show to watch while you're working because she's like, it motivates I can't, me. Like, yeah, she's like, I can't yeah. chill. I've got work to do. And you're like, me neither, Sophia. Yeah. Literally, I started like while I was watching Breakfast, I think, and then like after a couple episodes, I was like, I had to be a fucking girl boss. I need to like pull out my laptop. So I did. It's inspirational. It is. Kind of. Well, I mean, for all of the flaws, the book is still totally worth the read, just for, like, the sheer girl powerness of it. The book is good. The book is better than the show, I think. I think they both have their strengths. Yeah. I think, anyway, we'll get, like, we might do a whole TV Tuesday. <laughs> if you guys want to hear more of our thoughts, tell us. You can yes. tweet us at Ernst Live, hashtag just eavesdropping, um, and let us know. What was mine? Oh, my adulting moment. <clears throat> Prepare for... The voice I use when I'm being grown up. No. Um, <laughs> Elise hates it. But, so I mentioned earlier that I was in the Honors College at our university, and the dean of our college retired, and they had his retirement party last weekend. And it's a very boring, like, grown-up thing to go to. Um, but it's important for, like, keeping up your alumni network and, like, seeing your old professors, which we could do a whole thing about how professors matter way more than you think they do. Um, but it just seemed like something an adult would do. I dressed up. There was free wine. Um, I spoke to people, met new people, talked about what I was up to, gave my elevator pitch, um, and generally hung out with, like, important people at our university. It was not as boring as it sounds because I also got to hang out with my mom and all of her friends. But... You're also going to hang out with your mom tomorrow at the Kesha concert. I don't think mom's going. Oh. No, she nominated Jordan to go. Oh, so you and Jenny are going? Yeah, with my sister. Oh, okay. You'll get to hang out with Princess Snowflake. Kesha is coming to UCA. We're really stoked. Our college. So we're all going. Even our intern Bree's going. I didn't know she was going. Oh, That's you so didn't? Funny. Yeah. She's so yeah, going. we're all going to be there because Kesha. Fuck what? you, Dr. Luke. Yeah. Um, it's on a Tuesday night, so it's going to be lame AF, but. It is not. <laughs> Take it back. I'm excited. I don't go to concerts, so like. Also, it's Kesha. Yeah. Ugh, you're not as excited as I am. I haven't been a huge fan since, like, TikTok. But it doesn't matter, because that's the thing. It's, like, the sheer nostalgia factor of, like, being a fan of I'm just hoping she doesn't try to sing new shit. That's Elisa's, like, like, number one concert here. I don't like that shit. Nobody knows the words, so (laughs) no one's going to sing with you. No one's into it. Just sing, like, nostalgic stuff. She has strong feelings. I do. All right, so if Kesha comes and plays Greatest Hits, Elisa's review will be a rave. Yes. All right. So, tweet at us if you want to know our feelings on Kesha's concert. Or if you um, have more questions about buying versus renting a house slash apartment. We've done enough research that we could totally give you life advice, even though we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. Like, my personal situation, way too complicated. Your personal situation, I could give you awesome advice. (laughs) 
Dodo for release. That's how it is on every single subject. Right. We're like, um, our work complex, like our work situation, very complicated. Your work situation, cut and dry. Here's exactly what you should yep. do. Um, if you have more questions about renting or buying, write into Head Bitch in Charge. Duh. Yes. Email us at hitusup at earnspinlove.com and send us your dear HBIC questions about work, about finances, about your love life, about your love life at the office. Don't <laughs> screw your boss. <laughs> well, Free advice. And on that note, don't <laughs> screw your boss, dear listeners. Um, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Don't screw your boss. That's all I could think of.